Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Autopsy of a Horror Movie. Thank you so much for coming back to the show. Um, I want to give you a quick heads up before you get into the episode that when I recorded this, I was a little under the weather and I mentally felt up to the task. But as I re-listened back to it, I can tell I was feeling kind of... Um, uh, under the weather, and so I apologize that this episode is a little low energy, but uh, just, you know, this one time, enjoy, you know, the, the smooth sound of my voice on this, like, NPR-like sort of trailer reaction to the black phone. I promise on my rapid review that will be out next week, I will be much more energetic, um, but until then, please enjoy this calm, soothing episode, and I'll see you next time. Enjoy the episode. Bye. Hello, and welcome back to Autopsy of a Horror Movie. My name is Brucker, and today on the show, I am reacting to, speculating, and getting excited about the new Scott Dickerson, Ethan Hawke horror mashup that is The Black Phone. This movie is coming out this week, and I am so excited about it, and I am here to react and kind of speculate about the trailer. What, what do we know about the trailer? What sort of themes, vibes? types of fears can we presume or imply just from watching the trailer um i kind of had some I've, this is only i think like the third time i've done a trailer reaction like this uh, i did one for scream five before lean and then i kind of did that interesting uh trailer study for black christmas the 1974 movie but um this one's going to be uh interesting that the trailer is uh, pretty long. It's, it's almost like three minutes. Uh, and I think I'm going to play a little bit for you here today, just so that way you have some context of what I'm talking about. But before I get into that, I just want to say thank you so much for coming by and listening. Thank you to everybody that's been supporting me. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram at Brooker Horror. Um, things have just been going really well. I just want to say thank you to everybody. And if you are interested in having some more interactions or just being part of joining more people that are that are interested in horror and things like that. I did start an autopsy of a horror movie Discord channel, so or Discord server if anybody's interested in that just, you know, shoot me a message saying that you're interested in joining the the Discord and I'll be happy to slide you on in there. Um I did want to quickly plug the Patreon, patreon.com/brookerhorror. Uh thank you to Tiffany, Jasher, Cleveland and James. You guys are awesome and I have some fun bonus stuff on there. I have some autopsy award segments, bonus features, uh, some uh, commentary tracks. I have one up there right now that is on I Know What You Did Last Summer, if anybody wants to check that out. And I also have one on the, or it's not a commentary track, but a episode on the Scooby-Doo project, that Blair Witch parody that Scooby-Doo did uh, for Cartoon Network. So, and there's also other stuff on there, more stuff to come. So, just, you know, check out the Patreon at patreon.com slash Horror. Now, let's go ahead and get into today's topic, which is the trailer for The Black Phone. I have high hopes for this because it is the reunion, the horror reunion of Scott Dickerson and Ethan Hawke, who, of course, both did Sinister together. 
Scott Dickerson, you know, he, he's been around the genre for a little bit. He did Sinister, and he also did The Exorcism of Emily Rose, two really good and very kind of different horror movies that have like this true crime sort of link. And it looks like that link might be continuing in this movie with the black phone, because based off the trailer, this movie seems to center around a villain known as the Grabber, played by Ethan Hawke who dons this interesting devilish mask and black top hat, and he has this alias, or maybe his real job is as a um, part-time magician. Would you hand me my hat? Yes, sir. I am a part-time magician. Are those black balloons in there? Would you like to see a magic trick? I'm getting a lot of John Wayne Gacy sort of vibes from this character known as the Grabber. Um, seems to be a person that preys on younger boys, kidnaps them, maybe tortures them and kills them. Uh, and instead of a clown, he's a magician. So he's kind of, I see that Scott Dickerson is sort of kind of playing in that lane that he likes to be in with like these true crime-like sort of um, horrors with that. You know, with Sinister, it was... Literally, Ethan Hawke's character was a true crime novelist, uh, so we had that, and he's trying to solve these family murders, and then Exorcism of Emily Rose is, you know, quote, based on a true story, um, and it is a interesting courtroom drama, demonic courtroom drama, which I honestly really like that movie, and I love the whole courtroom drama spin to it. I found that to be pretty interesting, so this one's going right back into kind of with the black phone seems to be, you know, pulling at, I, I talked about John Wayne Gacy, but it seems very much like podcast, true crime, you know, what's like very sort of popular right now. What, what would be like a good sort of like 2020 or 2022 horror to get into. And that's like true crime. Cause that's such a popular sort of uh, topic for people to get into. This is a pretty interesting trailer. It gives away a lot, I think. It gives away a lot of the plot, so it kind of lets you know uh, the, the framework of this. It, the, um, while there's still definitely some mystery to it, and uh, I could definitely see this movie being very uh, stress and anxiety-inducing, um, it, it kind of, once the trailer takes its time to breathe and really lay out the groundwork to make sure everybody kind of knows what they're getting themselves into, at least I think. Um, let's just take a moment and kind of listen to the trailer for a little bit together. Uh, this is like a three minute trailer, but I want you guys to listen to it so you have context for some of the things I'm going to be pointing out. And yeah, so let's go ahead and click play and I'll see you on the other side. I'll be home in the morning. Where are you going? I'm staying over at Susie's tonight. What's new? The flyer. The papers call him the grabber. I wish you wouldn't call him that. You don't actually believe that story, do you? Because he can't hear you, and he doesn't really take kids that safe. Oh! <laughs> you goof. Well, isn't that just peachy king? You need some help? You see that? Yeah. <laughs> Would you hand me my hat? Yes, sir. I am a part-time magician. Are those black balloons in there? Would you like to see a magic trick? I have an announcement to make. One of our students, Finney Blake, was abducted. What if I could help the police find Finney?
I'll scream. I'll scratch your face. This face? Daddy, I had a dream about it. What happened in your dream? He was taken. By a man with black balloons? Yes. We never released those details. from down there. There's a combination lock on the inside of the storm door. What's the combination? I carved it in the wall. Hang up the phone! The tree, the door, the gate. I'd never seen it before except in my dreams. You don't have much time. You're gonna use a weapon. You raise the phone, step back, and swing. Look what you made me do. Please hurry! You remember what I told you? There's someday I should stand up for myself. Someday is today, Finn. So things that I took away from this, besides the type of genre vibe, I mean, this seems to be playing into possibly kind of like what is trying to feel like a true crime sort of mystery. Um, the whole like, kidnapping subgenre is interesting. Um, I think that this movie is going to have a lot of cool things to say about the terrible place element that uh uh, Carol J. Clover likes to talk about, uh, you know, one of the elements of horror movies is the terrible place. And I wonder how much of this movie is going to, you know, take place in that basement where that black phone is that uh, Finn, our, uh, our, our, you know, our hero or protagonist has been kidnapped, um, that he's, he's stuck down in this basement. Um, I wonder how much time they're going to be down there. I wonder if we'll be able to explore the house more or if it's going to be cutting back and forth a lot between him being in there and his interactions with the grabber and then the police investigation and what looks like his sister. Uh, and I confirmed in the official trailer number two that that girl is his sister. Cause I don't think that was explicitly said in this trailer unless I missed it. Um, and we see that she's like praying uh, for the police to find him. And she's also possibly having some sort of like premonition or like psychic intuition uh awakening in this movie because we see that she uh is telling the police that she's having dreams about where her brother is and i find it interesting at least like in the editing it's implied that her dreams might be in the pov of these eight millimeter um like film footage uh kind of similar to the uh, stuff that we saw in sinister um i say that just because whenever she's kind of talking about the dreams and she sees uh, like uh, the house and the fence and things like that. Her voiceover is overlaid with the footage of eight millimeter footage. So that'd be kind of creepy and interesting to see if this little girl dreams in eight millimeter. Um, so I, so I wonder if this movie's 
I wouldn't be surprised if we maybe just get like 30% of the movie is the kid stuck in the basement while the other 60% of it is his sister. Like, I wonder, I wonder if that's what, what's going to be like the turn of the movie that like it's actually going to be centering around his sister trying to solve this and she's being haunted by these dreams of where he's at. Um, and speaking of haunting, uh, something else I haven't mentioned yet is are the ghost children that the boy sees, the other uh, victims. I wonder if this movie will do a twist in that those boys aren't actually dead. They are somewhere else in the house. And that, like, maybe this is just the first, like, level of the kidnapping. Uh, that would be an interesting twist in that you first start out in the basement and that he, like, somehow... I don't want to say upgrades you, but somehow moves them to different locations or something like that. And but they all started here, and so and this is, might be like playing into how his sister has like these psychic abilities. So I wonder if like these other boys do too, and they're able to like communicate with him. So that would be kind of interesting to see because I'm expecting some sort of big twist in this because the trailer seems way too straightforward about what this is and what this is going to be about. So I'm really interested to see how that plays out. Um, we, we do get some quick glimpses of the boy uh, running through the house and like trying to uh, stealthily uh, get, uh, unlock, you know, unlock his way out of there and unlock the front door. Going into that subgenre of the, the reverse home invasion where you're stuck in the 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 villain's lair and you are trying to escape out um i'm trying to think what you would call that besides reverse home invasion but that's just that's not it i don't think but i I can see this movie being very unsettling for parents uh just considering the subject matter you know of kidnappings uh i wonder how much like the black balloons and some of the other uh hints and mo of the grammar how much that will play into this because uh, I, I did like that little clue of the black balloons being kind of like his signature and like piece of evidence that the police have that they haven't released to the public and his sister sees that in the dreams. I'm also curious about how gory this will be. I mean, because the ghost kids we see are kind of bloody and fucked up. Uh, so I wonder if we'll get like flashbacks if they are indeed ghosts. If we'll get flashbacks of him either murdering them or the kids just go into, you know, detail about what happened to them while they were there or things like that. Also found it interesting that he says, and I'm talking about the grabber, when talking about the black phone, he says that that doesn't work anymore, not since I was a kid. So he's still living in the house that he was raised in. That's interesting. Um, don't know if that's going to play into this at all or like, if he this this man the grabber has since he was raised in this area if he has some sort of vendetta against his peers which would now be the parents of these kids that he's kidnapping so i wonder if there is any sort of rhyme or reason to why he's targeting these boys specifically like maybe their parents bullied him or something like that kind of kind of like like that freddy krueger syndrome of you know the, the kids paying for the sins of the parents. Um, I, I, wonder if we'll, I wonder if we'll get into anything like that or like his motivation at all. At all. Uh, the grabber himself looks pretty 
freaky and in that second trailer he's his mask actually changes a lot uh he has like the 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 mandible of it like his jaw changes i i notice uh there's somewhere it's smiling somewhere it's frowning and somewhere there i don't think like there's like not even a mouth for it um that's interesting i'm really curious to see how like this devil mask and persona plays into all of this so far, also, just like connecting the dots that I see in the trailer, uh, he, prese- he presents himself as a part-time magician, and his sister is using presumably psychic abilities to find him. So I, f- I wonder if that's what kind of be like the, the irony of the movie is that he does fake magic for a living, but he, he, at the end of the movie, he's going to be, you know, found out or got by a girl with act with actual magic powers um i think that would be kind of that'd be kind of interesting maybe a little too cutesy um but uh, i don't know that'd be kind of interesting to see i might be reading into stuff too much right now but that's kind of what i'm picking up right now that like i wonder if they're purposely laying laying down that groundwork of magic or like just bullshitters versus go-getters I wonder if that if that's what this is more about, and like maybe, uh, maybe that's why he's still stuck at his parents' house because he was such a bullshitter he couldn't really do anything with himself and get out. I'm very interested in seeing this movie. I'm very excited about it. I actually have a whole bunch of uh, high hopes for it because the early reviews have been. Uh, very glowing, you know, they've been very positive for this. I think it has 100% on tomatoes as of right now from all the critic scoring. I saw that James and Chelsea over at Dead Meat said that when they screened this movie in like 2020 or 2021, whenever this was supposed to come out originally, that they both said on Twitter that they really liked this movie and they thought it was really rad. So, and I, I trust their opinions a lot. Um, so I'm very excited to see what this is going to be like. I also wonder how much like the parents will play into this. I wonder if it's going to be like one of those movies where, uh, it just kind of like falls into the laps of kids to solve stuff. It's going to be like one of those. Uh, I did notice in a couple quick glimpses in this one and in the second trailer, I can't remember which trailer it was, but he, Ethan Hawke's character has blood on his face and he's talking to and he says look what you made me do with blood on his face and that makes me think that there's a third person that gets involved in this like maybe he kidnaps another kid or maybe even his sister and he like kills this kid in front of him and that's why there's blood all over him and he blames him for doing it or something like that that will be super fucked <laughs> um i don't know i'm expecting a lot of thrills and i'm expecting to be on the edge of my seat this whole movie with because you know it's going to happen in a third act like where the kid tries to escape and he's having to tiptoe his way around like a sleeping Ethan Hawk or something like that. I'm fully expecting things like that. Um but I will be checking out this movie on Sunday. I will have a very super fast instant little mini review over on the Patreon uh for those folks and over on Friday, so the same day that this is released, uh one of the writers over at Horror Press Will uh, Lewis, who also wrote for, um, he did his review on Men, and uh, he also just did a really awesome piece on John Carpenter's The Thing. I encourage people to go check out uh, Lewis over at Horror Press. He will be 
he's already seen this movie by the time that this has been out, and his spoiler-free review is up on Horror Press right now. Um, as I say this for the future on Friday, uh, June 24th, I'm recording this on Tuesday. So, um, so yeah, so be sure to go check out that review from Lewis. Uh, and if you don't want to check that out for whatever reason, just because you want to go in super cold, uh, check out his... Uh, his article on The Thing, John Carpenter's The Thing from uh, 1982 that just had its 40th anniversary. And Lewis wrote this really cool article about The Thing and its uh, spiritual sequels that John Carpenter did. It's so good. And Lewis did a really good job at breaking down what, uh, what is like the essential core DNA and backbone of The Thing in of what he called like its spiritual sequels that John Carpenter made. And he does a really great job at, you know, breaking that down and explaining it. So, you know, head over to horrorpress.com or Lewis's article and all the other great articles on there as well. There's this really great one about uh, Rosemary's Baby and how that's relating to Road v. Wade and all the stuff that's going on right now in uh, American politics. Um, and it's, it's a really good analysis, too, which I, I super appreciate. So... Head over to horrorpress.com. Uh, these guys are awesome. I just wrote a review for Revealer. Uh, if you haven't seen that movie yet, that is on Shutter now. Um, be sure to go check that out. But I think that's all I got for for you today. Uh, be sure to go check out HorrorPress. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Brucker Horror. Check out the Patreon at Patreon.com/BruckerHorror. I will see you next week with my rapid review of The Black Phone. I will be joined by Ellie over at Bad Critic again to discuss this movie. I'm so excited. All right, guys, I'll see you next time. Bye.